It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. Yeah. I want to ball like the Wizards. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blowing on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I want a ball, I like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she went shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. Uh, 29 free throws to six. Um, it's hard to overcome. I thought we played hard. I thought we attacked. Normally we shoot more than 31 free throws or 31 um, threes. Thought we did a good job of attacking, but you know, we we just gotta keep playing. We gotta keep playing and and believe in what we do. We play hard and you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get the respect that we deserve. What was the issue in I don't know. They they every time I've complained they said they had the call right. So it's we're messed up. Hey guys, welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Troy Halliburton. And join with me in, in a very small room inside Capital One Arena. We're watching on a TV screen. Uh, uh, the, the backyard band is getting ready to perform. But my guy from Truth About It, Mr. Rashad Mobley. How you doing today, Rashad? I'm good. Welcome to Solitary Confinement. Man. <laughs> it, it, it feels like we're, uh, we're we're in an episode of Oz, and we just uh, we just struck a prison guard, and now we're in the hole. Yeah. So yeah, I mean this 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 definitely a, if not a, a prison of real life, a prison of the mind, because I, I must have been crazy thinking that this Wizards team was going <laughs> to come into this season and, and actually win some basketball games because uh, they they just lost uh, to the to the Cleveland Cavaliers one thirteen to one hundred, and you know th- th- this is a game that. You know, uh, literally, the Cavaliers led from beginning to end. The Wizards never led in this game. So, what what, what were your uh, impressions of why the Wizards were, you know, struggling to start the game against, you know, conceivably one of the worst teams in the NBA? You know, not to bring up Michael Jordan all the time, but one of the things about Michael Jordan I used to enjoy is he would look at the other team, size them up, and say, okay, this is a game that I'm going to take over. I'm going to give my – my teammates denied off. We're going to win this game because we're playing an inferior team. Bradley Bill at some point should have taken over this game. He was the best player on the floor. All due respect to Kevin Love. He should have come out right away. He said his team was not playing defense after the game. He mentioned that. He mentioned the energy was low. He should he should have just come out and played hard and put up a big number to help his team kind of get motivated and rally around him. He didn't do that. He had turnovers in the first quarter. Troy Brown had turnovers, and just from the very beginning, they just were they just were sloppy. So I don't blame Bradley Bill, but you're the best player on the floor. You're getting a max contract. 
you consider yourself an all-star. You have been an all-star. This is just the kind of game where you come out and take over. He didn't do that. In fact, uh, Marty Aronoff, longtime statistician, I sat next to during the press conference and looked up the stat sheet. He was like, Bill was a facilitator tonight. He wasn't a scorer. And that's exactly right. So, again, I'm not blaming him, but you needed a boost somewhere because clearly your team didn't have it. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah, and I think that, you know, Bill was definitely a facilitator tonight. And I think that, you know, this has to go back to the fact that, you know, uh, three games ago, uh, Scott Brooks inserted Isaiah Thomas into the starting lineup. And essentially, you know, they're playing without a point guard because, you know, while Isaiah Thomas, you know, plays the point guard position, he doesn't, he's 5'9", and he can't play any other position, but he's not really a true point guard. Like, he's a scoring guard, you know, and I think that his role is much more suitable to be the scoring punch coming off the bench and allowing Ish Smith to kind of be the point guard and allow him to push the ball and get the team into uh, their offense uh, a little bit earlier. But even with Bill facilitating and getting others involved, you know, as you said, he's the best player on the court. And, you know, when, and when he's matched up against Darius Garland, a rookie, and Colin Sexton, uh, a second-year player, I mean, he's got to come out here and outplay these guards. And he really just – he wasn't aggressive enough on the offensive end. And then I, I would say that even when he was aggressive, his open shots just haven't been falling. And that's not just tonight. That's really – pretty much been the entire season so i I mean it's fair to say that bill has been a disappointment so far this season well why do you think he's struggling so much to 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 get into a rhythm uh scoring the ball there's no point guard you alluded we talked about when we saw troy brown was in the starting lineup a good point guard would get troy brown going very early a good point guard would also set Bill up. When, when Wall is on the floor, I know he won't be coming back for a while. Wall is patient enough to let Bill run through screens, come around screens, and get the ball and shoot in his natural rhythm. He doesn't have to do a lot of dribbling. He doesn't have to do a lot of dancing around. He just gets to where he wants. Yes, Bill has improved with his ball handling and getting his own shot off the dribble, but sometimes a player like him just needs that point guard to find him. Just like a quarterback can find a receiver. He's not getting that. Yeah. And it's just it's, it's frustrating. He's doing too much. He didn't shoot well, but... He took two free throws, yeah. and that's something that, that Brooks brought after the game about the refs not calling him. But to be fair, Bill wasn't going to the basket. Yeah. He wasn't taking it strong. He wasn't drawing the drawing fouls to get himself going. There just was a lot of passive play. And so, true, there's no point guard. But also, you know, Bill has to kind of – he talked about after the game, he said, even if you're not doing well on offense, you still have to play defense to get yourself going. Even when your shot is not going, you get to the line. Kevin Love did it. Mm-hmm. He shot 10 for 13. and. I would have expected Bill to do that. It seems like we're blaming Bill here, and it's not – we're not doing it, but he's, he's the man. Exactly. I mean, with – with uh, well, how, how does the saying go? With with, uh, with, with great, uh, great, great responsibility? Uh, I don't even know the saying, but I'm going to – I just butchered that. So. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> just say heavy is the head that wears the crown. Exactly, exactly. So that's why we're sitting up here and we're putting uh, a little bit of the responsibility and culpability – on Bradley Bill, um, but let, let, let's talk about the fact that um, Scott Brooks did make a lineup decision, uh, a, a change to the starting lineup, where uh, Isak Bonga has started the first seven games of the season, and I, you know I thought that he had played uh, formidable for a 19-year-old uh, player. Well, actually, he, he actually turned 20 today. It's his birthday, and happy birthday to him. Uh, he was benched uh, out of the starting lineup and out of the rotation in general. He didn't he didn't log a single minute tonight. So, 
Um, you know, but I thought that it was the right decision to insert Troy Brown into the starting lineup. And Troy Brown rewarded Scott Brooks by playing his worst game as a professional <laughs> basketball player. Uh, you know, he shot one for eight from the field. He had two very egregious early turnovers. Like, I think it must have been the second possession of the game. Right. He threw uh, what should have been a very standard uh, entry pass into the post, and he just threw it out of bounds. Like, And, and that's that's very abnormal for Troy as a player because he's shown – the, uh, the 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 adeptness of of being you know a decent passer so far in his career, but I don't know whether the the lights got to him, but you know he he, he actually started some games at the end of last season, but I mean he he literally I think might have played his worst game as a professional, and so why do you think he struggled so mightily uh, after being uh, inserted into the starting lineup? You know I can't put my finger on. It. He looked like a player who just he was rushing everything couple of those turnovers he got caught in the air where he didn't know what to do with the ball and again it's just to me it's a point guard's job to get a player like that going I mean yes you have to run the sets that the coach is asking you but the point guard has to get him going because he's not Scott Brooks even complimented him after the game he's a hard worker he's not a player who does things out of character but tonight he just was not he was not on and I got the feeling Scott Brooks mentioned that his starting position is not set in stone I got the feeling that we're not going to see Troy Brown in the starting lineup for the next game. And I, I think for right now, he's a player that's more comfortable coming off the bench, playing with the bench players and kind of getting back in the rhythm. I don't think he's there quite yet. Yeah, see, I don't know. I don't think that Scott Brooks is going to bench Troy Brown. I think that Troy Brown is going to be the starter for at least a couple more games. I think that, I mean, one thing that, you know, uh, that Scott Brooks has shown us over his tenure as a Wizard coach is the fact that, you know, he's very rigid when it comes to, uh, you know, his lineup decisions. So when he makes a decision, he doesn't, like, just go back and forth with his decisions. Like, you know, if, if Troy Brown's in the starting lineup, I foresee him giving him you know, at least a, a couple of games before, you know, he he, he uh, concedes that maybe that experiment uh, didn't work. But, but let, let's actually talk about Scott Brooks because you, there's something that you mentioned, uh, you know, in the in the press conference, uh, you know, almost unprompted, he, he started talking about uh, the, the foul discrepancy. And, you know, I, 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 to, to his credit, uh, the, I mean, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they, they shot, was this, 29 free throw attempts to the Wizards, just six free throw attempts. I mean that that's that's a pretty egregious discrepancy, and uh, I think that the Wizards only made three free throw attempts, which which tied a franchise low of free throw makes uh, in a game. And so I mean that, I mean that, that that's a large discrepancy, and I feel like there were a few calls that you know were were were, were very questionable to say the least on the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers' part. And I think that one, one call in particular that I definitely uh, was not a fan of was the uh, in the fourth quarter, I believe that the team had gotten uh, the lead to within four, and, and Jordan McRae had a big play where he drove to the basket and he thought what, what he thought was going to be an and one, but the referees call an offensive foul. So instead of him getting as a four-point game, instead of him getting an and one right there, cutting the lead to one, that's an offensive foul going the other way, Cleveland comes down, he hit a three, now it's a, it's a seven-point game. And, you know, the, the, it's, a, it's, a, it's a margin that, you know, the Wizards are, you know, pretty much playing catch behind for the rest of the game. So what, what did you think from, a, from an objective perspective about how the referees called tonight's game? I, mean, I felt like it was low-hanging fruit. I mean, let's, let's think about it. Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson shot 19 of the 25 free throws that the Cavaliers shot. Kevin Love was pump-making all night, getting the Wizards to bite on face and go into the line. And Tristan Thompson does what he does. He's a beast around the rim. He gets the ball. He puts it right back up. They're always going to draw a foul. So that 
I think that kind of skewed the numbers. Who for the Wizards was under the boards kind of doing work like that? Nobody. Thomas Bryant really wasn't pounding down low like he like he would in other games. Hashimura, he kind of was in and out, but he as, as well as he played, he really, he really wasn't drawing fouls. So I don't I don't think that's it. I don't I don't see I to me if I'm trying to assess why the Wizards lost, it was the turnovers, it was the poor shooting and the lack of defense. That's what had you down early. Before yeah. free throws were even in question, you were down 10 points. Yeah. So, yes, there's a big disparity, but we just talked about their best player was not aggressive in going to the rim. I mean, at no point did we see Bill put his head down, get to the rim, and draw a foul. We didn't see that. The two best players on the Cavaliers did that and got to the line. I mean, that 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 makes the difference. There were some calls that were missed here and there, but that does not that does not account for the 25 depth disparity, 25 free throw disparity between the two. So. I, I disagree. I wouldn't have led with that if I was Scott Brooks because it was certainly the first thing that Bradley Bill mentioned was not the fouls. He mentioned the lack of defensive effort. And when Candace Buckner asked him about the 20-point deficit in the last three games, he said defense. So right. that's it. I wouldn't have led with the free throws. But, again, if you're a coach, you have a young team, you're trying to pump them up, you're not going to come out and say you lost because of defense. You're going to kind of give them a bone. But I, I, I disagree with the assessment. Yeah. So, all right. So then let's talk about uh, the defensive effort that uh, we've gotten from uh, the Wizards so far this season. Um, you know, they brought in uh, uh, Michael Longobardi from uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was actually the defensive coordinator for, you know, their 2016 championship run. And, you know, he was brought in. He's known as a defensive coach. And, you know, he spends a lot of time. I just posted a video earlier this week of, you know, uh, Longobardi working with Rui and, and Banga. And, uh, you know, some of the other young players and Mo Wagner and like going over the defensive scheme with them. So it's not from a, a, a lack of a scheme or a, a, a lack of a, a know-how. I mean, I mean, they're, they're just getting kind of worked right now uh, on the defensive end. Why do you think the team has struggled so so much defensively? Or is this just who this team is and they're are just, are they just not going to be able to stop anybody all season? They're a young team and young teams typically aren't defensively inclined. It'd be different if we had a new coordinator who was working with the Clippers. Look at the Clippers personnel. They have people there who can already play defense, who are veterans. They know how to do it. This is a young team. And again, not to go back to point guard, but we have a point guard on the floor and Isaiah Thomas who's not defensively inclined. He routinely got toasted and got beat off the dribble and that's that's just not his game. Ish Smith is a little better at staying in front of his man, but they don't have the personnel to be a good defensive team. Yeah. Not, not right now, and it's, it's going to take some time. And, again, that goes back to my, my earlier point. You have Troy Brown in the starting lineup. He's young. You have Hashimura, who played well. Now, I guess we can get to that. He played excellent. But if your team is not strong defensively and you are the best player on the team in Bill, you have to make that assessment. We're not there defensively yet. We're not there in a lot of different ways. I, I have to take over. And I just feel like that's, that's one of those things as a leader of the team that you have to assess very quickly, like when you're down 12-2 and kind of adjust your game because it doesn't matter who they bring in. Any team led by Isaiah Thomas at point guard and Bryant, Hashimura, and Brown, who are all under the age of 25, your your defense isn't going to be there just yet. It's going to take some time. It's going to take being down 20 and and losing by 13 to get to that point. So I don't blame anybody. I don't blame anything except youth and lack of experience. Yeah, I mean, I I think I'm right there with you on the youth and the lack of experience. Uh, you know, th- this is just kind of what the new norm is for the Wizards. And so I think I think that's something that, that we should very much get used to. But I think the, the biggest thing is, I mean, at some point we start we have to start seeing some incremental growth 
from the team from a defensive standpoint. And and, and right now, I, I can't say that we we're watching the, a team that is getting better on a on a on a on a game to game basis. In fact, I think they're getting worse on a game to game basis as far as. Um, yeah, man. As far as a lot of different areas, you know, as far as the, the defensively, as far as their shot making, as far as their rebounding, you know, they're 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 struggling right now. And so, and at home, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, this is essentially we're we're getting to the point where you know this is this is the writings on the wall. This is going to be a long year. But uh, we, we've spent a lot of time talking about the negatives of what happened in the loss to the Cavaliers. But let's talk about uh, some of the positive takeaways that we can have from this game. And then we have to look at uh, the starting center and starting power forward for the Wizards, Thomas Bryant and Rui Hashimura. Uh, Bryant had 23 points uh, with, with eight rebounds. Uh, he, he, he looked pretty good tonight. He shot 11 for 16 from the field. He, uh, he, he actually... Uh, you know, looked good on a couple of his mid-range jumpers. Uh, he, he did a, a decent job defensively on on uh, Tristan Thompson, uh, even though Tristan kind of worked them on those offensive rebounds. Nine offensive rebounds for Tristan. That That's something that Thomas Bryant's definitely going to have to clean up. But uh, Rui Hashimura, he, he looked amazing uh, to come out after not scoring in the game against the Indiana Pacers. I think it's very impressive for a young player to come out and 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 you know just 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 get back on the horse after literally you know playing the the worst game of his young career. What what, what were your thoughts about uh, the play of uh, young Rui Hashimura and Thomas Bryant? That aggressiveness that we spoke of that Bill didn't have, Hashimura had it. Yeah. In the beginning, he he took the mid range shot. He didn't force anything. He got to the basket. He got his shot blocked a couple times, but it, he wasn't discouraged. I, I was very impressed with him. And as Scott Brooks said, and as Candace Buckner tweeted, it said a lot about a young player who shakes off a bad scoring outing and comes back out and scores 21 points against the front line of Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. That's, that's nothing to sneeze at. So I was very impressed. His mid-range game is impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. He can... It was where he took a couple dribbles, fake left, and right, pulled up, took a jumper. Yeah, you don't see that very often from a man his size. So I'm very impressed. And Thomas Bryant, with the exception of the technical, that was kind of stupid. Um, he continues to play with a lot of enthusiasm, especially in the second half when they close the gap a little bit. Yeah, man. I think when we look at Rui's uh, offensive game, I mean, he's very polished at getting to his shot in that mid range. I mean, he's comfortable too. So, like, he knows that you know he could hit a hit hit a player with a you know in and out dribble crossover, and he knows that and that ball is going up if he just gets a little bit of space. And you know, in the mid range, like he, his jumper looks like it, it looks it looks really good. It, it kind of reminds me uh, a lot of uh, Auto Porter, uh, the Georgetown Auto Porter, where he was kind of like that mid range uh, assassin. But I mean, Rui Hashimura is is much more aggressive than Otto Porter yeah. ever was uh, in, in a wizard uniform. And he's not scared to go down to the post and bang. Exactly. I mean, yeah, he, he had a couple. He actually banged on a couple of people right. today. So you know, I, I'm very impressed. I continue to be impressed with Rui Hashimura, and I think that you know the the, the Wizards definitely made the correct uh, pick with that number nine pick. Yeah. You know, it's still early, but I I, I think that I, I feel very confident. That 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 they will look back in the future and say that the Wizards may absolutely made the right pick by picking him uh, with the number nine overall pick. Hey, you could argue he's the second best player on this team right now. I I, I don't think that I don't think that's an argument. Right. I think that he I think that's a fact, right. a statement I mean, of fact at Th- this point. Thomas Bryant may 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 give you some 
pushback, but I, I think it's Hashimura. Hashimura, Hashimura is definitely the second uh, most. He's the second best player, and shoot, he might be the most important player from a from a marketing standpoint. I mean, because the the guy has a, a, a straight following of people that, that, that literally walk around everywhere he goes. So, right. you know, the, the guy can't even talk in the locker room. Like I talked to uh, uh, my, my guy, DeAndre Phillips, the, uh, the, the head of uh, PR down here. And he told me that Rui's actually contractually obligated to speak in front of that, uh, that Wizards NEC backdrop because of the deal that the team made with uh, NEC as far as the international dollars are coming in. Okay. So th- this, this just lets you know what Rui's standing in the organization is, you know, Pretty soon, he's going to have his own uh, uh, team security detail, uh, like 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 John Wall and Flav. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Rui Rui has got the franchise uh, 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 on, on 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 the tip of his fingers right now. So, but to his credit, whether on the court, off the court, he has the same look on his face. Exactly. He's yeah. Always, it's calm, placid, doesn't get too flustered. So he's handling it well. All right. So uh, now the, the the Wizards they have a couple of days off. They don't play again until uh, Wednesday. What, what what are some of the things if you were Scott Brooks that you would be uh, kind of driving home to this team over the next couple of days? Defense, defense. That, that's the number one thing I would do. Defense. I would focus on running some sets in the first half. I mean, early in the game to get Bill untracked. Um, I would take him off the ball. Just work on getting him in the ball. Getting him the ball in position to shoot and work on defense. That's it. Um, and defense, it won't necessarily show up in the next game that they play, but it has to be better because that's just really all they need to work on. Everything else will come. As Scott Brooks and Bill said, they'll shoot better eventually. Some of the shots will fall. Uh, Bertans will heat up again, and Troy Brown will heat up. But defense has to be in play. And Bill, who, to your point, you've been saying all year, isn't quite where he needs to be offensively. He needs to get there. Whatever he needs to do, he needs to go to coach, do something to help him get on track, get to the line or something, because he's not playing at the level that we're used to seeing, especially not the level he was playing at towards the end of last year. So those are things that we'll work on and just try again, because this is not acceptable no matter what's going on. You don't lose by 13 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, I know the Wizards are young, but you're at home. You got to win. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I think it's even more so than winning. Like, you got to play a respectable game. You got to be in the game right. in order to, to – to, to win the game. So, you know, I, I'm with you on focusing on defense. You know, they, they should probably have a practice tomorrow where they don't even bring the ball, man. Just everybody get down to the defensive slide and let's, let's just get to work, man, because this, this is something's got to give. And I'm surprised. I was expecting it to be practice tomorrow, but I heard Scott Hall say no practice tomorrow. So. Yeah, well, they, they, they have a, a big event coming up on Monday for uh, uh, Veterans Day, so they're going to be bringing veterans down there and they have a big open practice event. I'll be there. And, uh, yeah, so they, 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 they're, they're, they're focusing on their, their community outreach aspect. But, you know, I mean, they, they, don't, they don't play again until Wednesday. So, you know, it, 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 trust me, I'm sure that there will be some hard practice days uh, between now and then. But, uh, hey, Rashad, man, I appreciate you for taking the time to come on. I'm going to go out here and, and try to check out this uh, Backyard Band concert. But, as always, uh, on the podcast, I want to give you an ample uh, time to, to kind of uh, promote yourself and your work and let the people know where they can find you. Find me on the Twitter at Rashad Twenty. You can find me on Truth About It. Later on this week, you can also find me on Wizards Extra. I'm going to be writing for them, um, and that's it. I will not be going to the Go Go concert. I'm old. I'm going home to go to sleep. 
<laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you, you go home, get some rest, man. Uh, you, you, you'll sleepwalk your way through this, like how the Wizards uh, slept, walk their way through this uh, loss to the Cavaliers. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we'll catch up with you guys uh, later on in the week. Chilling back, giving advice. I buy my girl shit that don't matter the price. They see that I'm taking it, try getting pants. Label money, I just telling advance. I ain't cheating, I'm just trying to dance. She just trying to have me up in the trance. I'm in a strip club like fuck it. They just trying to make some buckets. Love when I slap down my ones, but it bounced like a ball when I struck it. So if you ever see a real nigga like me, just let them live and just be how it be. Go to the club with them two and you'll see. With a J, we'll be on the same team. I want a baller like the Wizards. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blowing more than that. Girl, she went shots for the team I was in high school with dreams Now I'm almost looking clean Teaching game like a dean Coach all these girls to a ring I want a ball, I like the whistles Yeah, you know what I mean When I'm blue, I'm on the net Girl, she went shots for the team I was in high school with dreams Now I'm almost looking clean Teaching game like a dean Coach all these girls to a ring Hey, Prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.